42% of students report being bullied in the hallways. Another 34% report being bullied in the classroom. What are we doing about it? Welcome to the Hack Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Barnes, bringing you right now solutions to some of your biggest teaching and learning problems. Now, let's hack learning. I appreciate you joining in an important episode where I want to talk about bullying. And this is something, quite frankly, I haven't talked about or written about nearly enough. Edutopia, that's edutopia.org, recently shared an article with some research about bullying in schools. And this comes from the National Center for Education Statistics, NCES, and you can find this article on edutopia.org. And uh, the article is written by Stephen Merrill, and he summarizes, along with a really nice image, bullying in schools based on this report and where kids talk about being bullied. And as I said in the open, 42% acknowledge being bullied in the hallways and 34% in the classroom. And those are staggering for sure. And there are many other places, of course, where students admit to being bullied. And there's all kinds of different definitions, and we won't spend too much time on that. Some of it is physical abuse. Some of it is verbal abuse, emotional abuse, all kinds of things that we often speak about as educators. And schools bring in programs constantly. And unfortunately, things still don't change. But it has to change. And bullying is something that needs to be hacked. And that's what we do on Hack Learning. We identify the problem and we come up with a hack, which is a unique solution, something that many people often don't see and oftentimes is the simplest solution. So I want to talk about this thanks to Edutopia for this article that got me thinking about bullying and along with the things that I hear from my own children and from my colleagues who are educators and what they see, I want to talk about how to hack this problem and provide some right now solutions based on some observations and also things that I hear from colleagues and I read on social media. So, and using the hack learning model, we need to have strategies we can implement immediately. Edutopia, in quoting this National Center for Education statistics research, tells us where bullying is taking place, and it's everywhere. You see in the article and in the graphic that it isn't just the hallways, which is often out of teachers' line of sight. It isn't often or only in the classroom, although it's it's prevalent there, but it isn't only there. It's on buses when students are at their lockers. It is on playgrounds and cafeterias and really in the entire climate of school bullying takes place. There are many reasons why this happens, and we won't get too much into that. But I do know from sharing on social media this article and then uh, going back and forth in some comments with people that I think sometimes we frame the problem the wrong way. We blame. I've been guilty of that myself, where I see kids who are bullies and think, well, that's the parent's problem. And you know, or it's a poor reflection on the parenting, or uh, it's a troubled child. Or some people will say, well, it's the teacher's fault. You know, we're not looking, we're not active enough. And that can be a part of it. And we want to talk about when we're hacking this, 
what we can do to stop it. And I think wrapped up in that is identifying the problem and why it happens for sure. Also, we, instead of assigning blame, what I think helps more is to say, let's put some things in place that prevent bullying. And then of course, when we identify the bullies, we need to deal with that as well. Looking at these statistics, and I think this is a good way to approach the hack. How do we hack bullying? And and the biggest thing is we need to we need prevention as much as possible. We need to prevent this from happening. And this one I think is easy. A lot of educators I believe may push back, and we deal with that in hack learning. People may say, no, no, that that won't work. To me, a simple solution for things like when I see this evidence from the NCES in their 2014-15 research that 42% of kids, boys and girls, report being bullied in the hallways, maybe in stairwells, out of, typically out of sight, right? So the answer to me seems clear. First of all, we need to be more vigilant. And, and it's really a simple thing. This article was shared on Facebook, and I read a comment from someone. The person said, I have to be mindful of what's going on in my classroom first. When kids come in, I have to, you know, they're my responsibility, and I can't worry about what's going on in the hallways. Now, I get this because I even said it myself as an educator a long time ago. We had a principal where I taught uh, in a, a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. And I was at a junior high, and we had a principal who, uh, to his credit, was very interested in reducing bullying, even just, you know, problems in the hallway, fights and shouting matches and whatever. And he was trying to create a program where we would basically be more vigilant. And he said, well, I need you in the hallways. Well, I pushed back on that. I'll admit it. I said, as this teacher said and wrote on Facebook, I said, my responsibility is to the kids in my classroom. I can't be in the hallway when they are in there. And that seemed reasonable back then. Uh, but when I grew and evolved as an educator, I look back on things like that. And I think it really what it was was a little bit lazy. Because it's not that difficult for a teacher to monitor his or her classroom during pastime when kids are coming in. And also to build rapport, talk to those kids as they come in. But also to stand near the hallway, maybe in the doorway, or just outside of it where I can see what's happening in my classroom, but I can also see what's happening in the hallway. That's not difficult to do. And then when you get people on your team, you get other colleagues doing that, that makes a big difference. So my first hack, which I think is just ridiculously simple, is to be vigilant. And that means we have to be in the hallways. And teachers have to take the responsibility. There was a time when I would immediately fall back to my contract. You know, it was a contractual issue. So if I wasn't teaching and I was on my plan time, and our contract plan time for for teachers was called teacher-directed time. We can pretty much do what we want, which I think plan time should be, teacher-directed. Use it as you see fit. So I would say, well, you know, I'm going to be grading papers or I'm going to be creating a lesson plan uh, or whatever. I might be cleaning up my room or stacking books or doing something that makes me a better teacher at that time. I can't be in the hallway monitoring kids. Again, I looked back on that and I thought that's really, it's, it's a cop-out, frankly. I, I don't think that's a good excuse. I don't think that we should fall back on contracts. I don't think we should talk about time. 
and I'm a big believer in creating more time for teachers so they can be better. But in this case, we have to be vigilant. We have to be in the hallways. We have to do our share. And this can be worked out. I think for me, in, in hacking bullying, the next piece, the next step in, after being vigilant would be to team up on the problem. Sure, one teacher can't do it all. I can't use all of my teacher-directed time to monitor the hallways and walk around and be in the stairwells and all of that, but we can create a plan. Uh, we used to teach on teams, and I know everybody doesn't do that, but if you're on an academic team, you, you work the same schedule with a group of teachers and you have the same students, and we used to work out schedules of monitoring and being in the hallways during our time. We had the same plan time because we all had the same schedules. And we'd share the workload. I'm going to patrol, basically. I'd say at this time, I'm going to take some of this teacher-directed time and I'm going to be in the hallways. I'm going to be in the stairwells. Uh, Maybe I'm going to be talking to some kids who had some issues. And uh, maybe I've identified or we have identified a bully someone who is is always bullying other kids, maybe we're going to spend some time with that child. And, and that would be another step would also, in addition to being vigilant, teaming up on the problem, another one would be to be proactive with the bullies. And that requires follow-up. So I have to sit down with kids constantly. It's not a one-time thing. I have to bring them in out of their classroom into a, a, another place where it's me and maybe some other teachers and a counselor or a principal, and we have to counsel. We have to coach the kids. You have to get parents involved. Parents are guardians. And I know we used to say, well, the kids who are the bullies, their parents aren't involved, and that's why they're bullies. That may be true. It may be. It may not be, but in many cases, it may be true. But then we defaulted to, we'll never get them in here. They won't come in. They don't care. I also found sometimes that that's not true, that when you do reach out to parents, sometimes they don't know for whatever the reason. And I won't get into the whole psychology of bullying because, frankly, I'm not equipped to do it. When we would bring parents in, and they were shocked, oftentimes shocked, and sometimes not shocked. But then we were working as a team. We were a a community, a family invested in the child, in our student and in a parent's child, and we're working together and putting steps in place to change the behavior along with bringing this kid in. I think these are things we can do. Now, is this magic? Is is it, you know, people are going to listen to a 10-minute podcast by Mark Barnes and, and who, who likes to hack problems with right now solutions and say, hey, there's no more bullying. Of course not. But this is a stop gap. Bullying is a big problem. It's one we need to talk about. In Hack Learning, we also provide a blueprint for full implementation. So I would take these steps and from there build on those steps and say, what is the next plan for creating some capacity in hacking bullying? Because it has to stop. When we have kids who report in a survey 42% of surveyed students saying, I've been bullied in a hallway or a stairwell. And 34% saying, I'm bullied in the classroom where my teacher is. We have a problem that we have got to deal with head on. So we're hacking bullying. Let's be innovative in doing it. And hey, if we're being innovative, 
please head over to hacklearningfree.com where you can download the Hack Learning Anthology, which is innovative problem solving for teachers and leaders. You can get that book in multiple formats and, and read it on any device you want. Plus, at hacklearningfree.com, there is a whole site filled with innovative videos, articles, podcasts, and more. So please head on over to hacklearningfree.com. We're giving away more than 10,000 books this year. Our goal is to make you better. Thanks for listening. See you next time. As always, we continue the conversation at hashtag hacklearning on Twitter and on the show notes page at hacklearningpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.